0: Laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That.
1: Who writes
0: these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Merz and David Horning on this week's episode the key to like making
2: a topic stick with an audience is conveying the feeling you have Mm because then they can relate to that feeling and then they go oh yeah he's angry i would be angry too in that situation oh he's frustrated with his own life i would also like it just you have to relay that most of mine is anger and frustration that's why i keep saying that but some people can use other feelings that are out there in the spectrum of feelings I guess I always thought it was just those two mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like that's the key is like what does your being overweightness make you feel how do you convey that to an audience and what medium is the best way to
0: portray that hey this is David from you can't laugh at that Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, if you found value in any of the episodes or if you've laughed even once, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. Now, these conversations we have with all these awesome comedians typically last about Two hours, so there's so much footage we have to cut from every single episode, and we hate that we have to cut it, and we don't want it to disappear into the ether, which is why we edit it together into exclusive clips. Some episodes, they're 15 minutes, a half hour of extra footage. Other episodes, it's a little bit shorter. Either way, if you enjoy listening to You Can't Laugh at That, join our Patreon for exclusive access. And thanks for listening to our podcast and supporting comedy because no matter how weird times get, remember that you can laugh at that. Welcome to You Can't Laugh At That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at and we find ways to laugh at them in a never-ending quest to prove that what, Steve? Hey, kids. You're supposed to finish it. (laughs) You can laugh at that. <laughs> All right. And podcast. That's how we end the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> Dance.com. Dance. Don't, don't signal a fastball and then throw a curve at me. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm not the Houston Astros, you know. I'll, I'll switch up my, my pitches. Uh, <laughs> I don't and joining that. us on the podcast today is... The very funny Indianapolis-based comedian, Joe Bates. He is a writer for Bob and Tom. He has his own podcast called Rank You Very Much, and he's performed at comedy festivals across the country. How's it going in Indy right now, Joe? Everything's
2: going well in Indianapolis. You know, the comedy clubs are dying. Shows are hard to do outdoors during the winter. And uh, I'm slowly writing less and less. So I think it's going pretty good,
0: David. Sounds like... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're an entrepreneur. It's, it's a tough game.
2: Yeah. It's
0: it's yeah, about the I journey, hope. not the destination. Or whatever. <laughs> I it's, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you have an album that's coming out pretty soon. I uh, do. I have too. an album
2: coming out. Uh, January 22nd. It's called Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates by Joe Bates. It's mm. very self-titled. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, it should be really good. Going on tour, records down uh, in Kentucky, or a good record company. They work really well with me, and uh, I think the pre-sale link for will come out uh, January eighth, Friday, January eighth. So,
0: yeah, should be good. I'm excited Fair, about yeah. it.
2: Ported down in Houston.
0: So. Congratulations, man! Thank you it's, so much, man. It's, been, it's been about a lifelong since... dream. Yeah. Hey,
1: get the when first one When I was a out.
2: kid, I wanted my name in lights, and this is as close as I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's a name on an album.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you make enough money with your with your fancy job, and you could maybe buy some billboard space on uh, on seventy one past the guy the Hell Is Real sign.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Or like one of those <laughs>
0: like this is an aborted bill, one of those aborted baby billboards, yeah. and then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, one one side says hell is real, and the other side says Joe Bates <laughs> is real. <laughs> that's it's the key,
0: is the, <laughs> the predicate and the subjective. uh <laughs> <laughs> well, well, after so, yeah, you're on this podcast, little... I can guarantee your name will be up in lights. That's <laughs> oh, perfect. Thank you. I didn't know you had a neon guy, but that's yeah. New. Well, we're uh, you know we're we're a springboard to success. That's how we. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. I, I
2: I springboards are great, but I'm still gonna just ram right into the pummel horse. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for getting me in the air, and I just lost my air out of my lungs. Okay, yeah, but so, guys, why are you on my podcast today? Uh,
3: <laughs> I thought I was high. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, I don't do this stuff. This is just life, baby. <laughs> this is this is Joe Bates. Joe Bates. Joe Bates. Bye. So, uh, kind of take us through the 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 process of the the recording the album, just out of curiosity. You know, when um, did you decide? Oh, this is like I have the material for an hour. That's Let's put it together um, and, and well, I, let it live in yeah. infamy.
2: I've been doing it for about seven years, you know, stand-up comedy. And uh, I had a face... One of the few times that social media actually works out for the better, where I made a post where I was like, man, I've been doing it for seven years. I know people have been doing it as long as me. They have two albums. I really want to do an album, but here are all my like thoughts and like, kind of like anxieties about it where you know, what if it's not good, obviously, what if it's really good, then I feel like I'm a kind of like, I can't follow it or whatever. And, uh, it's not, and then my biggest fear is like, it's not going to be perfect. So then why would I ever do it? Cause it's never going to be perfect. And I just had a couple really good friends reach out to me. He's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't do anything. It's just something, if you want to do it, you just do it. And, uh, that was a good step. And like, least in general my career is like if you want to do something just do it whereas and you guys do comedy and everything you're constantly thinking is this what people want like is this what i'm supposed to do or you know i don't know what the rules are what step what stairway do i walk up to um but i did it and it worked out really well i was at limestone comedy festival in bloomington i met ross duncliffe of on tour records he was like we love your stuff i heard you want to do an album we'd love to do it with you Perfect. Then I ended up booking it through uh, Houston, Texas, uh, where I started a long time ago with the secret group. I think this is the only album they've recorded there. So it'll be the first one. And the place I recorded is now turned into a restaurant thanks to COVID. So mm. I kill a lot of things, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we finished it. It's going to be sent out and I listened to it recently and I uh, didn't hate it, which is a good sign that it's probably pretty good. <laughs> That's there's sketch involved, there's like character stuff. It's a lot of how I've always kind of envisioned being a little bit off uh, off kilter with it, so it's nice.
0: I'm very good, yeah. Um, and this is actually going to be the last episode of the podcast, too, so it's just right in line with your brand, huh? Um,
2: yeah, the first club I ever worked at, that closed down. First club <laughs> I ever featured at, that closed down. Uh, Wiley's is still around, so that's nice uh yeah. <laughs> but a lot of places, I was on NBC Cso, which is true. I had two clips on NBC Cso that's gone. uh <laughs> trial by laughter I made the finals. that doesn't exist anymore um but yeah, no, your podcast will be fine
0: your yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 growing. We're we're still a, a young boy of only one year. So oh,
2: that's what a what a nice boy you are.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've heard I've heard this. Uh, any comic we have on, and we'll play like a track from their album. They'll they'll kind of look back at it and be like, Ugh, like I I can't say I'm listening to that. Uh, which is like it's it's a good thing though, because it's like this is a benchmark. You know, this is how much I've progressed since then. Um, and at the very least, like an album will show you <laughs> how you've grown as a as a performer as as your career continues to progress. So you can kind of look back.
2: Well, that is yeah, because on the album itself, like the first half is jokes that are older mm-hmm. of mine, and the second half is more newer jokes in the last like couple years of what I've written. And I I enjoy that transition to these different style of jokes, which I think the the jokes we're talking about is more of the newer jokes that I've made and uh obviously because I'm getting fatter uh but uh (laughs) it's it is it is that you even like within the hour you can kind of see how you've evolved over the the length of your career and everything and uh it was nice too because afterwards I was going to Chicago a lot and I was doing bits on the album right after I recorded it and it felt weird and I was like, I hate doing this. And then COVID hit, and I've got to take a break. And that's the best. So if you record an album, David, Steven, mm-hmm. producer, uh, I recommend having a pandemic happen right afterwards so you can take a break and relax. So if you can, I don't know. That it
3: is nice. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
0: is really nice. I'll make sure to uh, go more to a Wet for Market. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> record album. Go to Wet Market. R- unleash hell.
2: Yeah. Let's just unleash it. Just go
0: yeah.
2: crazy. I'm a good time. <laughs> What's the worst that's going to happen, you know?
0: Right. It's easy to kind of look back at old stuff and or, or look at stuff that you're about to do, like projects that you're about to do. I get in my own head, too. Um, it's yeah. just a matter of just do it. Just do it. It's done. Like, get it out there. Um, but there's that insecurity. And that's what takes us yeah. uh, to today's topic, being overweight, um, yeah. which... Yeah I, I I'm I'm trying to get better at segues. I think that was pretty solid there. Um Yeah, dude. You
2: self-balanced that the whole way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. I'm just I'm looking for encouragement. This is I fish for compliments. Every time I do a transition, I'm like, "Oh, I'm trying to get better at that." How was that? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I've seen stand up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Do you want to introduce your clip?
2: I feel like I'm feeling, which, are you Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, yeah, this next clip, I'll tell you, yeah. is a, a very interesting clip. Uh, I was uh, going on a romantic vacation with my then-girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, out to beautiful, beautiful Napa Valley, Northern California, wine country. And uh, she wanted to go horseback riding, and I tried to book a trip. And well, you know what, I'll let the clip tell the rest.
0: All right, let's do that. This is Joe Bates from the Flyover Comedy Festival.
2: But it's attacking my ego, dating her. She wanted to go horseback riding in Napa Valley, west of here, and she... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, do it,
2: so I'm romantic, so I go, I'll do it, babe. I went on the website for horseback riding, and I found out you have to be under 210 pounds to ride a horse. I found out I am too fat to ride a horse.
1: <laughs>
2: Some of you just found out you also are too fat.
1: <laughs> There's no way, man. I called a place on a huff and go, Hey, man, I was on your website.
2: There's a typo. Uh, <laughs> says 210. Should be 500. We both know that. There's no way. I'm, I'm 240. I'm not well. Uh, <laughs> but I'm to leave the house and use the door. Don't cut a wall down. So why don't you... <laughs> Give me a horse, you
1: know.
2: The guy goes, yeah, you're too fat. But we got a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> mule? I'm not mule in that I'm not mule in wine country, okay? <laughs> knight in shining armor on a horse, not a Sancho Panza sidekick on a burro, okay? I'm a real boy, I want a real horse! That's what I want!
1: Too
2: fat. And she wants to go, so I'm going to the gym. I'm going, I'm going, I have a trainer. I have a trainer, he goes, what's your goal, weight?" I go, horse. You know I <laughs> 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 Is she too fat to ride a horse? I'm as shocked as you are, man.
1: (laughs) He goes, why don't you lie?
2: (laughs) Which is not a good trainer, okay? That's not.
1: That
2: guy looked at me and said, he can't lose 30 pounds a week and work on a poker face. That's
1: what we can work on.
2: I don't want to lie. I don't want want to lie to her. I don't want to fly out there and lie to them. Not because I'm above lying. I lie all the time. Because I'm worried that if I lie to them, they're going to bring out the
0: scale.
2: (laughs) And I got to get on this thing and watch this giant arrow slowly, sadly increase past 210 pounds and land on mule! Okay? I can't! (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: yeah, I already watched it.
1: <laughs> take a, thanks, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want me to take you through the bit?:
0: Yeah, pretty, when did you pretty, when pretty was the moment content. you realized it was funny?: uh, Oh, when I thought it was funny. So
2: I was booking a trip. The Napa Valley this is true and I was trying to book a horseback riding thing because I thought that'd be a romantic <laughs> thing with the girl I was dating at the time who every vacation we went on we broke up so I figured let's do an expensive one uh <laughs> 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 let's make it let's break up three or four more times um so we <laughs> go to the horseback thing and I, I go on the website and it's tough to tell the story without doing the joke lines. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is the story. Uh, and it said 210 pounds. And I just stared at that because I had not been at a moment in my life where I had to, like, realize that I am not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to... So I went on stage that night and just for the, I just spent the entire five minutes just ranting about this horse thing and recording it and then going, okay, that felt really good. The audience paid attention. They were laughing at a few notes and that it took like a six months to 10 months to really kind of figure out the beats of the joke. And then probably like another six months to get like the exact wording and physicality of it and, even like I don't like when I do stand up, my big thing is to make it seem like it like i I'm all over the place constantly trying to change subjects and topics, so it seems like everything is like in the moment where it's not it's all a very big act that works <laughs> they work too hard to make it seem like I'm very manic, uh so like even the hmm. stuttering is like that's I'm doing that on purpose to see like I'm so mad, and once you get that kind of like you figure out how to take that anger from the moment and show that anger to the audience in a real way. When I started doing that, I was like, okay, boom, this is, I got it. Mm. This joke works really well now. And I'm dealing with me getting fat. And now I'm like, ah, fuck. I got one. I got a fat joke. Now I don't want to, I don't want to lose weight. Um, which is what I told myself
0: instead of just that I'm very lazy. Yeah, just just write jokes about it, and then it's yeah, it's fine.
2: Yeah, it's totally, it's totally. Oh yeah, no, oh, that's a really good joke about being unkempt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is me now.
2: But uh, yeah, it it took a while though because figuring out the order to like the the scale was in the middle of the joke for a long period of time until I just accepted that that was the biggest laugh I was getting. I had a bunch of other stuff afterwards uh, that just wasn't working and I tried to make it a closer and I tried to have this thing like I I would tell her I was like I, I finally break to her I go look I can't do it I, I'm too fat to ride a horse and she goes I love you no matter how fat you are and then I realized like uh, <laughs> she she has worse taste than a horse There's a better <laughs> version of it yeah but the crowd hated it. <laughs> the crowd <laughs> never liked it. It was this long like sentimental piece of us being together and then the horse thing and then the crowd's like he hates his girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> never a good closer. But it also doesn't work as a closer either, which is weird. I think the joke is good, but it never really was a big in the moment, but
0: right. Well, in this case, I mean, it's only like a 5-minute set. So, you know, you kind of introduce yourself, uh, you have a couple like one-liners. Uh, but you come across like very smug when you when you start. Is that like a is that intentional uh, to balance out the rest of the joke? Which a lot of it is kind of laughing at yourself in a way that that counter so, that makes you likable.
2: We talked about a bit uh, off off air about the power moves, mm-hmm. which is like a character I would do as a corporate character, and he would build this <laughs> thing about how over the top he is. My boss shook shook my hand. He asked me what I wanted for lunch. I said, your job. Boom. I got it. Like, it's just like very, just boom, boom, boom. And at the end of the joke, I reveal that I'm unemployed. Like none of this actually works, you know? (laughs) And that worked really well. And I love that idea because one, I like playing narcissistic. Like I like playing overly cocky. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) in my life, I've always kind of been this person. But the comedies that I get my comeuppance, or like it at the end. Of, like, look, guys, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not who I'm saying I am. This is all a facade and a lie. So I've always tried to do that with a lot of my jokes, and uh, where I build this, like right before the joke, I tell everybody I'm a narcissist, a grade A narcissist, which is the best one, uh, yeah. and then I can kind of, <laughs> then I just start chopping away at myself and be more self-deprecating where it's not sad it's like finally this guy got his even though i built the whole guy (laughs) like i made them already hate me so i can make fun of me
0: there are a lot of different ways to because nobody wants to hear you know how great things are going right nobody wants to hear like nobody wants to see you be an asshole and then like you win the whole time that's that's boring and unless you're
2: overcoming alcoholism
0: Right. Well, people it's, it's,
2: are like, well, we can't really hate that. Mm, that's good. But if
0: you're an asshole about it, people are like, yeah, I hope he crashes his car. Like, <laughs> um,
2: I hope he never finishes a step.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it falls down the steps. There are so many different ways to do self-depreciating, and uh, this is the one that we we've had a conversation about um, on, on the podcast. Um, you you make yourself unlikable. Uh, and then and then just pile on the rest of the bit, and that's it's well played. You've seen people do self-deprecating,
2: and if you don't do it right, it's like the crowd just feels bad for you, and then right. there's no comedy at all. Like you have right. lost everything, so it doesn't even matter what the jokes are. Good, like oh my dog, died, blah blah blah, blah it was rough. That's a good one, um, but yeah. everyone's <laughs> like, oh shit, his dog died. Fine,
3: he'd kidnap <laughs> my dog and then put it down. <laughs>
2: and then there's a lady in the corner going they do that
0: (laughs) the Napa Valley line that's another that's just like it's like a throwaway joke that's west of here or whatever Um,
2: again I'm better than everybody on the stage I'm so cocky and they're all like oh fuck this guy okay you gotta with that you gotta point at somebody so no one ever no everyone thinks you're talking about somebody else and not them (laughs) <laughs> like it's so stupid where everyone's like oh we can laugh at him yeah, yeah fuck that guy he's like i never liked <laughs> him anyway see that guy with a hat
0: that's and it's so like when did you when did you throw that in what made you throw that line in
2: i think that's in generally i was just doing that in regular conversation anytime i brought up a location okay already i just yeah. thought it was a funny thing to just tell somebody where something was that they already knew <laughs> just in case they didn't get it yeah like i like i i always thought like when i was living in california i would always, anything i brought up i go it's it's east of here
0: yeah <laughs>
2: just i don't know i would, so i was like oh that's a good little place to put it so
0: yeah and and those are little wins too because if these are things that you've been doing since before you started doing stand-up or if it's like a little inside joke between you and a friend just switch up the context and then and it's funny in a different way to different people
2: and it makes you it also helps you sound like yourself yeah if you do jokes you do like kind of just to your friends or whatever and you're able to like kind of instill that in your joke you sound like an actual person talking instead of a maniac that's like here is what i think is funny do you guys agree with me this is art
0: yeah (laughs) and who'd have thought authenticity
2: yeah, Weird. Well, I only know that because I've never been very authentic my whole life. It's a new concept, so yeah. I've really had to work with it. I'm not a sociopath Stephen. I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> I've already judged you <laughs> Alright, well, I'm sure I mean, that it is, it is Bateman and the American Psycho, but I don't want to put those together Norman Bates, that's an, oh my god there's all so many, then worry about it, don't even think about it No, you're too straightforward, they would be like it's just not the same. Eye contact, eye contact, <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> nod. <laughs> that's for the Patreon people to nod.
0: You'll have yeah. to pay extra to see that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're not going to include that in the actual podcast. That's the only <laughs> clip we're gonna. That's the only cl- <laughs> clip we're gonna use. <laughs>
1: uh, in the best of.
0: Yeah. The yeah. Of. For five dollars, what does Joe Bates? Is Joe Bates actually What is Joe Bates? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is he?
2: <laughs> um, I always like going on podcast and people are like, what, what's your comedy like? And I go, ah, oh, fuck, I should have prepared for this one Right It's the most general question you're ever going to get asked when I, I don't have, have a question
3: I don't like listening <laughs> to podcasts I do social commentary yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: You heard about Bill Hicks? I'm Bill Hicks, Lenny Bruce, and another,
1: another third
3: guy Can't say anything anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> literally <laughs> I'm on mute uh, <laughs> with these zoom mics uh, <laughs> yeah dude but though, you know getting fat's alright I am a lot fatter though and I didn't get fat until I started drinking which is the problem I didn't drink till I was 25 okay And then I didn't realize what that does to you because I was like 190, 190 like my whole life up to 25 and then I started drinking and currently I'm 255
0: Oh, up 15 from that clip. Yeah, well... Well, from, when the, what, joke from started,
2: the joke. Up 15 yeah. from when the joke started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 240, very much a funnier number than 255. Too specific, too sad. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, no. Like, no, he's actually... He has to be that way. That's um, <laughs> that's the best part. Is afterwards they go, "You're there's no way you're that fat. And I go, thank you.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you're <laughs> not you like...
2: You, you know, you're not, like, <laughs> you're not coming out like
0: you're not coming out like Ralphie May or like or like Gabriel Iglesias, where it's like, oh, he's going to do fat stuff. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah.
2: I'm not a behemoth, you know, <laughs>
1: oh
2: I'm tall, which covers everything. That's how like tall eight. are you? Oh, I'm eight <laughs> foot seven. I'm a freak of nature. All right. Uh, no You know, I had this is uh, I'm six foot three, but I did have an uncle, oh, not an uncle, an ancestor, not an uncle. Like older than an uncle, uh, his name was Martin Van Buren Bates,
1: and uh. he was
2: seven foot ten, and he was a captain for the Civil War, which is the biggest racist anyone's ever known. Uh, <laughs> but he married a woman taller than him, and he's in the record book. I just, my dad just told me that I, I found he's in the record book for him and his wife having the largest baby ever born at twenty four pounds.
0: That's insane.
2: What? You can look it up. Martin Van Buren Bates. He's got his own Wikipedia.
0: 710?
2: 24 pound baby. It only lived for two days because God will never let that thing kind of live.
0: Right. That's, uh. yeah. Yeah, that baby <laughs> would be an X Men.
1: that baby
2: would be that baby would be well a baby is currently an x-man
0: yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it didn't quite get Uh, to man but yeah x baby (laughs) 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 x babies (laughs) the stupidest comic we
2: ever made
0: (laughs) oh man this is crazy seven foot eleven
2: uh oh yeah his wife
0: was taller how did he survive the civil war? Like I you think that'd be the first guy that got
1: shot.
2: I know. I thought the Union's are horrible like stormtroopers,
0: you know. <laughs> uh. I mean with those with those muskets, uh, you know, the, the they weren't super accurate, yeah. but Yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's a cra- there's a crazy Yeah, look him up on Wikipedia. There's a crazy picture of him just like nonchalantly looking at a camera while a dude looks up at him. That's
2: that camera is so far away. Right. <laughs> On the other side of the they battlefield. They didn't have the zoom out thing. And there wasn't a lot of fisheye
0: lenses back then. Yeah. Mm, he got a statue for his wife. Is is the statue shorter than her? I don't know. I, yeah. He's the size of a statue, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll
2: right. drunkenly make out when they go, You're not my wife, you're a statue of her. <laughs> We should exist. Yeah. You can't talk,
1: Stephen.
3: No, I was saying uh, I'm five foot seventeen. So. Mm. Oh, that's
2: nice. Wait.
0: (laughs) You you should tell people that so they have what they think. Yeah.
2: One more inch and you can vote.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You must be this tall to vote. You must be this (laughs) light to ride this horse. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so my did brother you ended
2: up riding a horse they actually do do the scale thing they bring Are they the really
0: yeah. that was my next question
2: well my brother was he was he lives in south america and he went to go do a horseback riding thing with his wife and they brought the scale out so i had made that up
1: <laughs> and, and it's <laughs> an, an actual thing. thing
2: yeah it was an actual so i guess i didn't make it up otherwise than just guess yeah. um but I, that was the other thing. Like I didn't think I got the point across. I had that, the physicality of doing this, that mm-hmm. is a carnival <laughs> size to scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I did, I looked into it like, why is it 210? It's like bad for their backs. I was like, is it just this place? And like California and some other places are very, this is the way you got to do, but like. I did this joke on, like, Kentucky. They're like, you can ride a horse here. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter.
1: <laughs> I was <laughs> like, course. oh, okay,
2: cool. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing is, like, after I did the joke and I started getting success with it, uh, a lot of people told me that Nathan Nathan For You, that was the show, right? That was the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, a great show, you know? Right. Uh, and I watched it afterwards. He has an episode on that people are too fat to ride a horse, but he ties, like, balloons to them to do it. So I feel like it's, it's the weirdest parallel thought because I'm doing a joke about it. And he had a whole show making like, <laughs> of a business deal about it, but yeah, what are you going to do? So it is uh, a real thing. I'm not crazy. I
0: don't know. Um, I, I just didn't. I figured, you know, you, you came up with a scale thing like, Oh, wouldn't this be silly and like cartoonish. And they're like, wouldn't this be an actual thing that we should do for our business to make sure our horses are healthy.
2: But it makes sense because people would just lie the whole time, mm-hmm. and that was a thing. I, that was not part of the original <laughs> joke. It was just something somebody had mentioned. Like you would just lie, and I go, "Oh, fuck!" I guess you would just lie. I never thought about <laughs> never thought about being a trickster. I I'm a good kid, you know. I'm just trying to make it in today's society. You know, living by the truth. Nobody yeah, in your rah! family
3: should be riding horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or horses could be extinct right
3: now. <laughs> you guys are like the anti-Jackies. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> when everybody's watching the Kentucky Derby, they're like I wish this was slower. They bring my family in. <laughs> <laughs> These horses need to
0: slow down. You need Mine to drag this really thing through. out for a half hour. <laughs>
2: Sea biscuit's a lot sadder with me because they don't need to put it down. It's just the person sits on him and he's like limp sea biscuit, (laughs) limp sea biscuit, limp Limp biscuit. Jeremy, we (laughs) talked about it earlier. The producer for the show, people, you can't see him. He has a picture of limp biscuits, (laughs) a guitarist, a poster of him behind him. You biscuits Biscuits. for life, bro. Biscuits for life. (laughs) Biscuit heads.
0: The the whole chunk of the bit with uh, with the the personal trainer too I, I really enjoyed that part um, <laughs> was that like a just a character that you created for the gag or, or
2: uh, yeah I mean really all that ever happened was I found out I was too fat to ride a horse and then I just just got I would take I I would tell people whoever asked me how to do jokes or anything cause I'm not the best like writer every time I write it's like I write eight pages of complicated convoluted nonsense that never Mm -hmm. translates but if you go to a joke and like you feel something it's so much easier to just talk about it because people can recognize the feeling and then they can laugh with that so for me if anything makes me angry or confused or anything like that i just take that and push it on stage record it listen to that constantly to figure out what like the big notes are and everything Mm -hmm. um and just kind of let my I don't know if you notice on this podcast I kind of let my mind race <laughs> and just keep trying to say what my mind is saying constantly I'm like oh that'll be good yeah I'll just yeah because you know, here's the deal so many misses I've had so far and you guys haven't even noticed it because I talked right past
0: it let <laughs> <Except laughs> keep that. going you got to keep no, up with your I got to keep up with your brain I get it But uh, I like marinating yeah, so in the silence just... <laughs>
2: yeah well there's uh, things i just can't say anymore with today's society um i (laughs) but i uh (laughs) laughing but yeah a lot of that i mean it's not that it didn't happen it was just kind of thought process that came from the fact that i couldn't and i was pissed that i couldn't but i mean i just tried to make every excuse i could but the real issue is i should lose weight (laughs)
0: right uh, <laughs> right and and you make the point with the trainer like your trainer is like yeah not a good trainer uh, <laughs> what's the line that you say uh, I don't think I wrote it down
2: uh he you ever that my line which is not a good yeah. trainer you know you're not gonna lose 30 pounds and we can work on a poker face yeah that's, that's the, the line the poker face
0: <laughs> yeah again saying something like you know, you can say, oh, you know, we can work on lying. Or if you find an alternate way to, to say the same thing. It, yeah.
2: uh, and there's no alternate way. You have to lie.
0: Yeah. Poker face. The the mule thing, too. That's a That's real. Did they offer a mule for people who so, can't uh, ride horses?
2: <laughs> no, I originally <laughs> in the, when I first said the joke on stage, I said mule. And then I did the research to be like, is that the case? But mules actually can take less, less weight than a mm. horse. A horse yeah. is built to do it like they really shouldn't have been doing that to the mules when they were like taking them over the border and stuff they were hurting those animals um but for the drugs worth it uh yeah. so but no mules actually can't handle me either there's really not a lot of uh like a Clydesdale like that could handle me I'm fine with like a like an like those guys are good and they're they're like the Martin Van Buren Bates of horses
0: yeah <laughs> like, you're just riding in on a Budweiser like
2: <laughs> Clydesdale. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This is a beer gun. Then all they do is beer. They got it. Yeah. They understand the whole thing, you know?
0: <laughs> so so the concept of uh, of being overweight too. Like have you like when did you come to terms with like, oh, this is like this is something that I'm gonna be able to joke about? And how did that like play into oh. was that the reason for doing the it, joke?
2: Yeah, that helps. Mm-hmm. In like I and here's the deal. You know, you probably have a lot of people in the podcast talking about um, like very difficult parts of their lives that they joke about very difficult things they've been through. Mm-hmm. But my life is so perfect and good. Uh, <laughs> and when I became a little bit overweight, it's like all of their things times a million, you know? Mm-hmm. So I needed an outlet. And <laughs> <laughs> but it was like when I was uh, growing up, I was like, okay, well, if I get to 200 pounds, then I'll start figuring my life out, exercising and everything. I got to 200, 210, that's fine. You can get down to 200 pretty easily from there. 220, you can get back to 210, 230. It's, you don't care anymore, Joe. That's what happened. You just don't care anymore. You're just going to live your life and just have as much fun as you want and don't care. And that's what I've done. And now I'm 255. Uh, but I did promise myself I'd lose 10 pounds this year. And if I don't, I'll not care. Uh, <laughs> but it is like, I, I'm at the level where it's actually, it's starting to affect my health. I take like a, a, a daily heartburn medicine. I've been taking a heartburn medicine for the last three years because I can't eat otherwise. Um, and as the second part of the joke, I have a whole new aspect of my life um, because apparently I don't know how to breathe uh anymore I got too fat to just regularly breathe. And then you oh, meet yeah. people that are fatter and you're like, well, why aren't they dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should all be yeah. dead. And then they're like, you guys, yeah, I mean I'm not as fat as this guy and he's alive. Doing coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Born> Carter, <laughs> Joe. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't even do coke and this guy's somehow healthier than me. Yeah. Uh but they yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you say Ziggy Farley?
3: No, not Ziggy Marley. Biggie and Farley. Chris Farley. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Biggie and Farley. Yeah, or no. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, you see, comedy do? what was I thinking of? Biggie died uh, from being overweight. Uh, it wasn't the bullets no. that got him. <laughs> no, I got that confused. <laughs> thinking
1: about Belushi. I'm like, wait a second. Belushi. That's not a...
2: Belushi is the guy you're thinking of. And Horatio Sands.
3: Oh, yeah. I always get Biggie and
0: uh, Belushi mixed up.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He's Horatio con- Sve- Sands is felt
2: now. <laughs> yeah, see, he he just had to die once. Yeah, Artie Lang, look at him. He's not doing great. He's missing half his nose.
0: Right? Yeah. That.
2: He was so overweight,
0: dude. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's what it was. That's that was his big problem. <laughs> it was the cheeseburgers. Yeah, I don't know what else you'd be talking about. <laughs> uh, let's let's dive into the second half of this bit and and bring it home. Okay.
2: I'm overweight and had a coke problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I love this girl and she's, I
2: love her so much. She's getting me healthier, which is nice. She's, do, she's got me in the CPAP machine. Uh,
1: <laughs> which is
2: good. Um, she woke me up in the middle of the night she goes, Hey Joe, can you stop breathing like this? <laughs> <laughs> So I went to the doctor, I said, hey doctor, do I need a CPAP machine? He goes, you're fat enough. Uh, So I went to the CPAP store, which is run by an idiot, and he's like, hey, here's a CPAP machine. Uh, You're gonna want to use it a minimum four to six hours a night. And I go, you mean four. He goes, "Uh, no, four to six, a minimum four. I go, but it's minimum. In four to six, the minimum is four. And he goes, but on the paper it says i am in wrong forward. it. says, I go, but you know what I'm saying? He look, I'm not the fat one here, dude, all right? Yeah. So he goes, do you have any questions? I go, I have a concern. When I was a kid, and this is true, I had a friend who had a CPAP machine. It fell off his face, wrapped around his neck, and killed him. So I told him that, and I go, should I worry? And he goes, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, yeah, dude, that's one way it could kill you. Another way is you can, like put the mask on and get too drunk and throw up in it. You can asphyxiate that way. That's another way it could kill you. I was like, how many ways can this kill me? He goes, a minimum, four to six. I go, son sort of a <laughs> All right, I'm Joe Bates. Thank you very much.
0: That, that's a great way to end that set. I like how... The her getting you healthier means getting a CPAP machine. Like that's not, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it is healthier. Like it is like making me healthier. Like yeah. I'm actually sleeping now. Well, not right. anymore. The tube, the tube recently got a hole in it, and LinCare is not. If you know any CPAP suppliers, let me tell you, LinCare is the fucking worst. I have been trying to get supplies from. Them. They'll give you all the supplies you pay for them. Then I got a hole in my tube, and they're like, no, we deactivated your account. I go, why did you deactivate? And they go, well, we have no. Idea idea. No one knows. It just got deactivated. And I called back and... It doesn't matter. This is... The last year of my life has been calling the CPAP place, trying to stay alive from breathing. Uh, if, if you guys know who works at Yelp, <laughs> please tell them to give them low amount of stars. Have uh, you yeah, reviewed no, them? I'm, this is, no, I should. I should do that. Yeah, I gotta... I'm sorry. This is... I'm not... I haven't been sleeping well the last couple of months uh, because... Of this people, uh, but yeah, no CPAPs. Yeah, no, it is making me healthier. I think when it works. that's the company? LinCare. L i n c a e c a
1: c a r. I don't
2: know why. I don't know why I got possessed by a ghost at that moment. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, <laughs> write me letters. Uh, no. Uh, sorry, that was.
0: Uncle.
2: My uncle. My, right. my uncle ancestor. Anc- an- my ankle.
0: <laughs> you should uh, you should write a review and then post it like on like your, your social media and stuff. Like have fun with it. That could be
2: there hey, was you a hit- guy I worked with one time and he had he had this like club treated him shitty and every time every opener he has he like, Hey, can you write this really shitty review to this place for me? And I promise I, I would do it and I haven't done it in like a year and a half. Mm. I'm very lazy. This is how you get overweight when you promise to do something. Right. But you realize you have all existence to do your promise.
0: <laughs> and I, I think that's where a lot of the, the humor can come from. Uh, when, you, when you look at this topic is like most of the, the humor, like the, the jokes, the bits that I've seen on the topic are centered around the action that people take to get there. So it's, it's- Photogram. It's a
2: very much like and don't be wrong, I'm lucky to be one of the uh uh the day walkers of fat people because I don't look that fat, but I'm fat. Uh I don't have to come out at night, I can go out in the daytime. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> you've seen Blade. Uh <laughs> uh Blade two is better than Blade One, uh, I think. Um, so anyways, no, i uh, gained weight, and uh, it is just you're mad at everybody else for this problem of not fixing it, or you're the only one that really can do anything about it. And then if anyone judges you for your weight, you're like, well, you don't, you don't get how hard it is to not make choices to help make myself better. <laughs> so, let me, you relax? All right,
0: right, and and I feel like that's where a lot of the butt hurtness comes from like you know I, because you can't <laughs> because but you can't hurts. yeah uh,
2: I've carefully you know, chose whenever, that I guess yeah I guess butt hurts better than ass hurt yeah <laughs> uh, what, you just ass hurt over that <laughs> uh oh someone's <laughs> rear end is bummed out
0: <laughs> yeah someone's balls are sore no, that's something <laughs> yeah. totally different um <laughs> <laughs> but like it's
2: hairy asshole hurt over this whole thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah inflamed. Jesus Christ, David! <laughs>
2: this is a kids' show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is we we. <laughs> when YouTube asks when you upload a video, is this for kids? I say emphatically yes. <laughs> Gotta keep our audience.
2: I do want to say I want to like I know I'm. Like there are people with like obesity issues that are like outside their control. Sure, I don't want to yeah. negate that. I know I I I kind of I've kind of been doing for a bit exaggerating some of this stuff. But like there are like I'm not again like you said I don't have any severe health issues or anything like that. I take heart medicine all the time and I breathe weird and I I standing up is tough. <laughs> like standing up is getting tougher all the time. Um, but mean you said heart, heartburn medicine, right? Yeah, Omeprazole.
3: That's not heart medicine. <laughs> Heartburn like, medicine. Okay, <laughs> like, you're like I'm no, fine. not heart Why medicine. Heart medicine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am Tums. like within the five year mark of getting like cholesterol medicine. I I would assume I, I do have high blood pressure. You ever? And I think these are the. I have super strong arms, but I do think uh, I'm very strong. You're welcome. Uh, I could I could lift this whole <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I've been doing I'm all, carrying I've been this doing it this whole time. Um, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you know you know the things where you put your arm in at the at the at the pharmacy and it tells you if you're, you're like okay yeah. or not i think my arm is too big for it because it's always at like extreme hypertension mm. but so i yeah. think like oh no i'm gonna die because of hypertension whatever that's not that's where
3: going. you should be getting your blood pressure yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seriously yeah, though doctors that. will tell you that don't, don't, those things aren't necessarily accurate you that's need a nurse to do it
2: and then I go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, no, you're, I mean, it's high, but they always say this, they're like it's high, but eh. yeah, <laughs> like just shrug it off. I'm like, if they shrug it off, I don't think I have to care about my health.
3: Yeah, no, it's the same thing with cholesterol. If it's like high elevated, but it's not like hot considered high, then they're like, we'll just work on your diet. They don't go, Hey, you gotta like, uh, take all this medicine now.
2: But I started taking, like I say, like a multivitamin now and a daily probiotic and, uh, some, that's uh, good. Turmeric, 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 turmeric. Mm. Yeah. I'm not good with words, you know, what should I do stand up? Uh, but I, I've been thinking those. I think that, will I think that'll just cure me.
3: At least you didn't try to say cumin. <laughs> well, what's the, uh, what's the issue? I've, with that come, one? I've been come taking in. cumin. Coming what? Coming. <laughs> Coming a package.
2: Coming my butt hurts. Yes. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah, but I will say like in, that, in the CPAP joke that conversation happened like that was a, that wasn't that, that guy was saying minimum four to six and he did not understand what I was saying at all and I did tell him I did have a friend die who had a CPAP which is when my dad got on a CPAP my dad's going to we share it, um, <laughs> hey, <Dad can't laughs> it, just, it one machine with two tubes and we just stare at each other at night <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> it's bonding yeah it's, it's fatherly son bonding through tubes um, but I was always nervous about it when he took it because I thought he would die because the only other person I ever knew that had a, like a breathing machine when they were sleeping like the tube wrapped around the neck and like choked him to death mm. Like to the point like where I went over to that friend's house so I was friends with his younger brother I was like hey where's your brother and they're like he died and then the mom started crying and I was like oh man this is Bad timing on my part. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Where's your brother? Wasn't there someone else here? (laughs) Yeah. 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 What's his tombstone in the front yard? Isn't it? It's funny (laughs) that the thing that they got to help him breathe actually (laughs) made him stop breathing.
2: Yeah. You got to think, man, those parents can't be handling that well.
0: Do you, think they, uh, do you think they wrote a review f- for Lynn, <laughs> Lynn Care?
2: <laughs> yeah, let's say Lynn Care killed my friend. Uh,
0: <laughs> that, that's, uh, that should be your review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they killed my friend. <laughs> you
2: killed my friend.
0: Like John and with the, the Hutt. Like,
2: Tubes that weren't so constraining around the neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest part, though, is after they found his body after he died in the breathing machine, was in the breathing machine, he etched, Kilroy was here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, God, you're almost too good, Joe. Um, so, I... <laughs> but, yeah, no, they gotta be ashamed. Ashamed of their choice to put their kid in a life-saving uh, breathing apparatus that killed him. You're right. I, I you, The parents are at fault. You're right, David Horning. Uh, the parents <laughs> are always at fault when their kid dies. You cross the line, but I have so much confidence and I'm insecure. Uh, but I, I'm pretty good at it, right? <laughs> You're confident <laughs> about your insecurity, <laughs> sure, right? Don't you think, guys? Um, I knew it. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that joke. I'll have to write that down. Um, write that down. No, I'm not going to write it down. I'll just remember with my huge brain, <laughs> brain. Is this <laughs> the writing process brain. right here? Yeah, yeah honestly is this-, this is, you're watching it folks this is how gold gets made uh, and also you know, you ever was a, it was a, the show where they dig for gold and they never find it Oh, you know, you'll get it later <laughs> uh, I think the- it was like, There's no gold City slickers? Oh. Yeah City slickers. That's what it was. Dude, Charlie's gold. Farley's. <laughs> no, it was pretty sure it's Charlie. Uh...
3: <laughs> he won an Academy Award, and you can't even get the name right.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he did.
0: It was Farley's, right? Sure. <laughs> it was a biggie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was Biggie's, Biggie's gold. Goal. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Um, He said that that movie was notorious.
1: Moving Uh, on. You got to have
2: faith. (laughs) 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 Go to the library and tell them Fred Durst sent (laughs) you.
1: Oh, my
0: God. (laughs)
2: <laughs> actually i was just
0: in uh in like researching bits for this episode i watched a josh Sneed bit and he talks about how pizza hut like tried to entice kids to to read back in the was it the 80s or the 90s so they would read a book and they get a personal pan pizza <laughs> for every book that they read
2: that's <laughs> how <laughs> so you make more nerds
0: tell the library pizza hut sent you <laughs> that's pretty funny Right. All right. So are you, would you consider, I mean, you're pretty confident in your insecurity. And I think that's, uh, I think that's like a, that's a strong suit for a comedian um, to be confident in it. like know and, and accept the insecurity and be confident about it, but not to the point where it's like, oh, that person's an asshole. Like there's a fine line for sure.
2: Yeah. You got to, well, in general, you have to be confident to do stand up. Mm-hmm. even no matter what what you're portraying on stage you still have to be some semblance of confidence to make the whole thing work uh but yeah that is like when i started doing a character that was overly confident that actually turned my the rest of my stand up into a better version of it because i would i would I took this overconfidence and this kind of layered throughout the rest of my jokes where i had this kind of cockiness confidence in the joke that used to not have that kind of just that thin enough layer to make it all kind of make more sense of who i am and i'm a lunatic <laughs> i really the general is a, a lunatic that is just desperate for attention uh, and be famous i need I'm, i meant the thing in lights i need my yeah. name in lights i will i'll <laughs> buy luckily i have a short name joe bates and i can buy enough light bulbs uh, but it's the sockets. I don't have enough sockets. That's the problem. The sockets shaped like Joe Bates. Yeah, just Joe Bates sockets. All right, let's not get crude. Um, all right, let's, okay, DX. Um, this is I, for electricians. <laughs> this is born for electricians. Clockwise. Yeah, that's
0: how Lefty like Lucy.
2: Ooh, ligaments. Fig- figments? Figaments? The, what is that Newtons. little thing called? Newton. Yeah, it's big Newtons. Newtons. It's strawberry filled. <laughs> Apple <laughs> Newtons are pretty good. Um, Nabisco, the treat for dairy. Nabisco tea. Um, <laughs> 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 Nabisco, help. <laughs> <laughs>
1: help.
2: <laughs> what does Nabisco have at their headquarters? I don't know. <laughs> Someone helped that poor girl. Uh,
0: <laughs> There's just somebody who snuck into the audio room, like, like got out of their like <laughs> their cell, their holding cell at Nabisco. <laughs> it's just in the background of the commercial.
2: The apple noons are pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> They're only feeding me the apple
1: no <laughs> Which is what I asked for. (laughs) It's about two stars. (laughs) This whole connection.
0: Anyway, confidence.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's the stuff. Well, like Steve Martin.
2: Steve Martin's like the king of like overconfidence. Like this whole character is just way too much confidence the entire time, even though he's being absurd and wacky. Uh, I love it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: This uh, the the character. Would you say that doing that character helped you find that voice uh, because you're able to kind of let loose a little bit more and, and <laughs> just unleash?
2: Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm silly as One thing about that joke, the, the CPAP, the uh, for structure wise, I used to do the CPAP joke first before the horse joke. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that set where I flipped it and i realized the sea thing was funnier and also you have to like slowly reveal that you're fat before you
0: say you're fat right and the uh, the 4 to 6 uh, the 4 to 6 hours thing that that anger definitely came came through uh were you was that annoying to you in the moment while it was happening while you're having this conversation with this guy or dude was all the time to- like
2: it's what i love about that is because it's one of the few times where i'm super annoyed and like so mad that somebody doesn't get what I'm saying, that's translated the stage. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> usually it's like, why is this guy complaining about the uh, the 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 Chase Quick Deposit picture? No one cares. But this one, this one worked out well, and I had to talk about my friend's death to get it there. Uh, so
0: was his death worth it?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> that means pretty good bit. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> he's he's immortalized and pretty you know, soon he'll be on a comedy album so
2: one time his brother the guy the the dead kid his the, the the brother of the dead kid he were using the internet uh before i knew what the internet really was that much you know i was i started with prodigy uh you know with the dial up yeah. and he goes hey dude you should type in you should type in dot you should type in com dot com but spell com c u m and I was like, "That's not how you spell calm." And then I typed it, and he giggled. It's just porn. And I—that was the first time I ever realized the word "cum" was that moment right there. Typing in come.com was the first time. And his brother's dead, so we were even. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but,
1: Gotcha.
2: It wasn't the machine that did it It was me
0: I'm Len Care <laughs> I've been Lynn Care this whole
2: time <laughs> Oh really sad I got a picture with the guy who's dead uh, <laughs> Look at it every night <laughs> I just rub <laughs> around my neck And I go I'm gonna see you soon Peter I'm gonna see you soon My girlfriend hates it uh, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> COVID's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you you, you you gotta reveal slower to the crowd the uh, uh, uh your uh, deficiency. Sometimes you can just go boom, this is what it is, and sometimes you're like, let me ease you. And know what I'm gonna talk about for a sec. Hmm. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. That's how fat I'm sweating on a podcast. Uh, I'm just. we um, you, you really gonna, in the hot seat or anything. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I've been in the hot seat. I don't We're know. Asking the that. tough you guys,
0: questions. You can't laugh at that. There are parts of the of of your set too. It's not like absurd, but just like the giant arrow. I mean, you you paint that outside of the box visual um, just to get people like. I really suspend their disbelief, but you know, this isn't, these are jokes. Like there's the, that's a way to do it. Yeah. I need, and
2: that stuff has to be within like every joke that I do, because Mm -hmm. that's kind of like, if it was up to me, the jokes I would (laughs) fully do on stage aren't going to make any sense to anybody. So I have to like, just let it out a bit because I already know, like, I know what I would like to do but I also know this isn't what anyone else wants to see right now. So I have to kind of eke it in a little bit and then eventually I'll, I'll
0: get to just a completely nonsense. Right. Yeah. What I mean, you, yeah. yeah, you can't hit, you can't hit him with it all at once. It's got to be in doses. I, uh, you know,
2: just between people listening on the podcast, my last track of my album is a minute of silence.
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. Is there a, is there a reason for that? Is there like a, Set up? Yeah, I'm, okay. doing, I'm doing an act out. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, oh.
2: just a minute long act out on the album. You <laughs> so can't see it. It doesn't make any
0: sense. That's you funny. just hear
3: laughter. <laughs> that's good, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'd be worse yeah, if it was to just total silence.
2: Place. I think it'd be better. Because uh, <laughs> it would just make me laugh. Um, and that's all that ever matters. And I pay my bills, not my fans. Wait, I- is there money?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I I did a I wrote a character that uh, he was a mime that came out with an album. Uh and the, the whole album is just silence. <laughs> but it's but it, it has like track titles and like <laughs> and you and <laughs> you hear mo- you hear movement, like you hear his feet moving and like occasionally like clap or something, <laughs> but it's
2: yeah. That's funny. Yeah. This is an old joke of mine. Uh, this is my impression of a mime really high on drugs. There is no <laughs> box.
3: Um, <laughs> Andy breaks character. Yeah. Breaks his valve silence.
2: Well, he, I mean, <laughs> it's not just quiet; it's a, a valve of silence. Of silence.
1: <laughs> silence. <laughs>
2: But he, you know what? The vow of chastity, he still keeps even if he wants to or not. That's yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's that, that's what you say. You can't get laid instead of feeling like I can't get laid. Like, no, I took a vow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I took a vow.
2: It was with my insult culture. Mm. Uh, we all took a vow together and we high-fived it and then we all got COVID because not was a touch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luckily we've never been around anybody, especially women. Um stop <laughs> talking, Joe. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> so David, next subject. Yeah, I wanna to talk to, I wanna talk a little what bit about it. What is the lull you're waiting for?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just waiting to to fill it with, with meaningful words. We'll, we'll throw a little audio cue in there to to indicate <laughs> that we're switching topics.
2: <laughs> I tried to give you one earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like Yeah.
2: Thanks, Stephen. You know, it's nice to be friending you guys. Want to start a fancy football
1: league together? All right, let's talk about the construct of body image.
3: Jeez, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me when you're going to turn
2: that hard. <laughs> no,
0: that's 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 my comedy. Seatbelt. You gotta pull the rug out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's hard to pull the rug out from under me because I'm uh I'm heavy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. No, we're not even gonna talk about the construct of body image now. Thanks, that,
2: David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what I'm gonna I'm taking all the laughs out of my album and just putting David's voice going, good one. <laughs> 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 some, that some minute time. of silence is going to be great. Good one. Good one. Good one. Good
0: one. I like that.
2: I'm a trainer. I'm a trainer. He goes, "What's your goal weight?" I go, "Horse." Good one. Are <laughs> you too fat to ride a horse? I'm as shocked as you are, man.
0: Good one.
2: Uh, January twenty second, you get an iTunes, spot of my Amazon Music. Uh, do iTunes though, because that'll help me get number one on iTunes, which is something a comic has never done
0: before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of these one of these days, and I think it'll be January twenty second.
2: Yeah, if I, if I if I I think if thirty people buy my album, I can tell everybody I was number one in the world for an hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, you put that on your credits now.
2: As long as Weird Al Yankovic doesn't come out with a new album, that's my big fear.
0: Right. right and people are dropping albums secretly like, like without any announcement just here's my album so that you will never know that
2: never happen for me yeah <laughs> I will be yelling from the rooftop <laughs> yeah. I I do anything
0: it's an accomplishment and it's a cool thing to say but you know if people really were to know like number one comedy album on iTunes is just yeah I got 30 friends to buy it and uh, and I did it it's like it's like saying uh, oh, you know I How was it? on NBC. so. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can catch him on YouTube.
2: Um, oh, and there was, there was, as seen on YouTube, I've seen that credit, like, in a poster multiple times, and I'm like, people
0: got to know YouTube is, like, YouTube. There have been murders on YouTube. So, you yeah. know. Um, so, another hey, thing that we can... Let's
2: remember all those murders are the moment of silence right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> It's good some
3: room tone. <laughs> in the eyes. Of <laughs> an angel. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: that's request. long enough. Yeah. So the construct of of body image. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah
2: dude.
0: I mean that, that that's always something that, that no matter what the topic is, you can always look at the the societal construct and like, oh, the the things that we tell ourselves about it, the things that I mean. You 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 see it in advertising all the time, like photoshopping people. um, You know, just this idea that you have to be a certain way. Now, granted, being healthy is something that everybody you know should be. I'll I'll admit, like I am in the worst shape of my life right now, and I'm I'm well aware of that. And I'm kind of in the same boat as you. It's like, oh, well, next week I'll start. You know, I'll start getting back into a, a routine, and then next week comes around, and I'm just like, I'm busy. You, all, all you do every
2: every time you get in the routine, your routine is just giving someone money for something you'll never use. That's mm-hmm. the routine. Yeah, here's, here's forty bucks. I, I just want I don't know. You can keep the exercise equipment. I'm never going to use it.
1: You can resell
2: right. it.
0: <laughs> right equipment. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> I'm going to start a business where I buy gym equipment and then sell it for less. I love. <laughs> that's a really good Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was uh, Roberto Benini.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that guy got hung by all the Italian people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they like Mussolini. to do that, don't they? that's Mussolini, not Roberto Benini. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you had the the whole notorious big thing earlier.
0: Now he's <laughs> playing up a character where he gets everybody's <laughs> oh, name. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're
2: right. I always I, I always turn record. into a character to say my regular self was a character earlier. I'm not. <laughs> Legally, it works. <laughs> oh
1: <my God.
2: laughs> but yeah, contract the body image and stuff. Cause like, you know, I'm dating a lady. I, you know, I don't want to brag. She's the love of my life. Uh, oh, here's a here's a note before I get into that. So this is how fucking weird stand up is. So the fat horse joke, you know, doing that joke. It's about a thing I did with my ex girlfriend. But the joke doesn't work when you say it's an ex girlfriend before mm-hmm. you do it. So I just outdated it it's just my current girlfriend is the one I did this trip with. You know, I talked to her about it. She's okay. Yeah. But I once performed that joke in front of her family about a trip. <laughs> I <never> <laughs> <went>. <laughs> and I thought that was totally a normal thing to do. And now, like, a complete psycho <laughs> They were like, "You never went on a trip with our daughter." That I go, "Oh no, it's my ex." I just updated. Oh, I'm so sorry. You, yeah, you, I shouldn't. You should tell her to break up with me. Yeah. Uh But you know, she's got you know, she's got some uh, body image issues, and she's always like telling me she needs to lose some weight, and it's tough to hear that from somebody when you weigh two times them. <laughs> Like, when you're twice their size, like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> they gotta lose weight. Yeah, ah, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm... I need to cut myself in half. <laughs> Let's see if that works. I don't know. I'm thinking... It's,
0: uh, <laughs> it's weird uh, that... I mean, it makes sense because, you know, you're always taught to, to write it to be, like, closer to you. Like, the... The character like if you're talking about a cousin make it a brother or if you're talking about an ex make yeah. it your current unless the story is about breaking up or whatever
2: it's like you just this it's just easier to do it this way mm-hmm. and it doesn't really take away from any of the story it's just in your own mind you're like well this isn't exactly the truth yeah but when you find out you can lie on stage that's a pretty nice feeling
0: yeah, you even lie say lie. Uh, you even bring it up in the bit.
3: You're so not I lying. Lie. You're amending reality.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yes, so my ready.
0: lawyer told me to say
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't afford a lawyer. Look at your hat. Hey, shut uh, up!
1: This is my <laughs> hair. Jenny. It's the
3: ha-
2: it's the haircut I can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't realize that was your hair, so I apologize. You have a nice you have ni- nice hair. In um. <laughs> headphones. In headphones, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah not yeah, Princess yeah. Leia. And you, 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 you did the goatee real well, and everything. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah. a goatee. I hope not. Um, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it is like it, it's such a stupid thing. and I can't tell you, how it took me to come up with the word mule, because I was <laughs> doing mule, and then I was like, well, is donkey funnier? And then I had a headline I once go donkey's funnier it's got a it's got the k in it and the k is the funnier syllable i was like i think mule is funnier and he goes you've seen how the bit goes you know what i'm you know what i'm saying is right and i go oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mule
0: <laughs> did you ever did you ever do it with donkey
2: i did do it with donkey but it felt weird it felt like i was you know oh, i don't donkey? know it's, yeah, you ever you ever feel like you're doing a joke, and it's not like it's that easy, but you feel like, a, like a, like you feel like a road dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> a road dog. <laughs> you feel like you feel like, oh yeah, this is this is what uh, Western Montana really wants to hear right now. <laughs> like this is <laughs> like uh, I, I always hate when I feel that way.
3: Sometimes words are weird.
2: Like donkey just sounds weird to people.
3: I don't know sometimes things are distracting i'm not saying that's what's going on here but like when you're like right like you change words that don't really have a difference but one just sounds weirder so you keep it out because it's distracting
2: mm-hmm. and then you want to like yeah or like you're like uh, well jackass you can use the word jackass in multiple ways isn't that funny i are like that's not a good that's not fun that's just like yeah yeah everyone's it's, it's done that word yeah right yeah yeah, but like it's distracting for me. I, I don't think that's necessarily distracting for the audience. Some audience, that's just yeah, as bad the sometimes as I would like.
1: Yeah, best exactly. thing you want to
2: be is distracted. It, it's the worst. <laughs> You're like, why did
3: I just say? All right, well, our right, well, it's all derailed now because I'm sitting here, yeah, thinking about it when I should be speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm saying, saying the words. Well, he—he, he, uh, Joe doesn't know this, but I blank out on stage all the time, right, David? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> when I get distracted, I'm like, ah, what?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, word choice is important. <laughs> because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David. Uh... Word choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the construct. Um, but no, the word choice is important. Word choice, because <laughs> because anytime you know you, you say a word, like people are subconsciously like playing out the, the script of like what that word means to them, um, whether they know it or not. And so, if you can avoid creating a, an unnecessary like like inner dialogue with a word, so. Donkey, like you say, donkey, my brain goes to Shrek every time. You said
3: it like New Jersey, you're like, donkey.
0: <laughs> I know, oh. I, I noticed. Hey, it when you I got said a that. donkey over here. Oh,
2: so looks <laughs> like we got a couple donkeys over yeah. here. Yeah, here yeah, yeah. the
3: cashbacks.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, donkeys, take off your shirt, stay a while, donkey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said donkey like New Jersey, but I said the other one, I said it like Chicago.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I
2: so is that uh, is yeah, you- no, the construct of word uh, choice and <laughs> word image really is tough because what we see ourselves written is when you just when I, I do stand up, I feel like I need to make it a a little bit harder on myself. Not that I'm so good that I need to. It's so easy to do. That's not what I mean. Just like this feels like an easy way for this joke, which makes it feel not unique kind of thing. Like everyone would say this word or everyone mm-hmm. would do it that way. Or like, I just, anytime I feel that w- way, I, I get like, like a, I shake a little, like my uh, spine feels bad, which is could Just be the weight of my <laughs> entire body.
0: <laughs> do you adjust when you feel that way? Like, do you change something?
2: I think if I'm on stage and I'm doing something and I feel that, I will stop and I'll, I'll start commenting on how I'm feeling at that moment because it's hard that's for me to just go to the next thing because I've I've felt what I just felt for what I just said. Um it, it appreciate like, yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I well, mean, it like, depends you know, which
2: audiences. Some audiences are right. like, it was fine, right, right, yeah. Like, uh, and then I am like, ah, fuck you, buddy. You know, you're not, you're the problem, not me. I've never been a problem. I, <laughs> everyone likes me. I have a lot of friends. Check out my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is like, uh, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's like uh, one time when I was young, my brother was like, you'd want to do anything to be on TV, Joe. You'd wear a diaper to be on TV. And I always thought, oh, I wouldn't wear a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be an adult.
0: Would you wear a diaper to be on TV? <laughs> you wear <laughs> no, a diaper I for a talent show. <laughs> I would wear it, of course. Just show your talents. pants and that's the talent
1: <laughs>
2: and where is it? Didn't fall out of my pant like this time,
3: did it? <laughs> Sammy, Bobby, wow! That's the second time I've done brand placement.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, this. Yeah, we need to get out, sponsors. We,
2: I do have a pull-ups joke on the album. I recommend listening to it. Um, it's uh, almost too good. its I think it actually is the darkest joke I have on the album about pull-ups. So why don't you check it out? January 22nd, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Please prefer iTunes. I'm going on iTunes. We talked about that earlier. David, the construct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the construct. <laughs> I was just going to go back to what you were saying about... like. Commenting on how you're feeling when, because when, there are times when I'm on stage where I c- kind of feel like a fraud. Like if a, if a joke. It's because you are a fraud, David. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, but sometimes I feel like one when, when I'm not, you know, but, and that's very rare.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I need to derail. Two frauds <laughs> don't make it right. You know,
0: but sometimes, and I've seen this, commenting on it, it makes you, it might not go over as well with the audience, but at least brings you into a, a place of presence while you're on stage.
1: Uh, exactly. Whereas
0: like, like repeating the same thing, the same way you've said it over and over again. That's, that's what I mean by like feeling like a fraud um, because yeah, you're not that, as much in the moment with confidence
2: and that's mm-hmm. confidence right there that does that. Cause I like the first four years of stand up that I did was just, utter dog shit like i had jokes or whatever but i was going on i was like you know what i'll do i'll be like a real sad monotone guy and i'll deliver the jokes that way or i'll go up and i'll deliver the jokes this way and i never was like real or anything i was doing characters constantly um but now that i can be like in the moment of like okay i need to just this is what i think right now and it's fine because i've learned how to be i've learned stage presence enough that i can get away with just. I don't want to say riffing because I don't like, I don't really like crowd work. I don't really like doing that stuff, but the idea of just kind of taking yourself out of performance.
0: Uh, conf- I mean, confidence. I, I want to kind of make that connection between being confident on stage and being confident in, you know, your insecurities and body image and all that. Like the, the things that we do to, to hide or to distract from the fact that like we're out of shape or overweight or whatever. Um, that in itself is funny. Like the little things like kind of like covering up like, like part of your body when you're having a conversation with somebody or like, you know, oh, yeah, wearing, yeah, a, yeah. wearing a, a jacket or something over a shirt that, that's a little bit tighter. Like, I mean, those are, those are things that are, they're little silly things that we do, but here's the thing. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Like, <laughs>
2: exactly. I struggle with that every day because yeah. I'm on a podcast to promote my album and you just told me that. Uh
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives a <laughs> fuck about you, Jeff. <laughs> I
2: know. That's the problem. And that's like the issue, like insecurity and narcissism,
0: because like
2: I don't have to get better because I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I need to get better, but even even without getting better, I'm still better. <laughs> like, it's a crazy <laughs> thing, and it keeps fighting each other, and all it does is a standstill where I, I, I don't get better. And then I, uh, uh, well, like, it was weight. I don't really, it's weight isn't actually like, I don't want to say like body image for me. I don't necessarily care what other people view my body. That's never really an issue. It's been more like, okay, Joe, it's time to like get your shit together. Like, this isn't, you're the, I'm the biggest ever, I'm the heaviest I ever been. And I'm like this, you can't keep going this direction because then you're going to be the guys I was making fun of earlier. Uh, <laughs> and no one wants to be who you're making fun of. When I first moved to Indianapolis, I used to make fun of a guy cause he was pear shaped and uh, he's a good friend of mine, a really good friend. Uh, uh, and he, I made fun of him being pear shaped and he lost like all his weight and I gained all the weight he lost. And, uh, <laughs> Luckily, he's just a really nice guy and hasn't said anything yet. But when he puts the connection together, uh, man, I'm going to have to move. Uh, he's going to listen
0: to this episode. That's it. This is your this is your cue to get to New York.
2: Yeah, we'll see if he cares about me. Uh, yeah. He <laughs> to every podcast. I
0: give a fuck about you.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I listen to your podcast, fatty.
0: Hey! <laughs> but that's the thing is like... Mo- People are so worried about themselves that, you know, even if they do notice something about you, it's not going to like change how they they feel about you. For, if you're a decent person, if you're somebody, you know, if if somebody actually does like look at you and think, oh, well, they're letting themselves go. I can't spend time around them anymore. It's like that's not the kind of person you want to. I, I,
2: agreed. But I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't know the Cleveland scene that well, and I'm not asking for any names or anything, but you Chad Zumack, <laughs> Continue. I, I, can I talk off the air about that guy? Uh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, off, off air. Here, here. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> Patreon either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not Patreon. Sorry, Patreon people. You'll have <laughs> to just meet them. Um, uh, he doesn't even know who i am that guy but anyways uh (laughs) but you know people who are always about their image and stand up and everything and that's Mm -hmm. all they care about is what people think about them how they view them how they're being viewed now something happens to them because their whole life is how they're viewed, yeah, that does affect them because that they've never built any actual personality or anything outside that, just this character they developed in their whole world but if you have any substance or any ability to have like an actual friend <laughs> like talk to somebody uh then like it doesn't really matter you know what you look like or you know how you're holding your life together unless you're addicted to drugs and alcohol but maybe right and that's what this is podcast is really about uncle ancestor martin van buren you're a racist (laughs) 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 you need to get your life together and stop having 24 pound kids that die two days later you know they're not gonna live
0: um insanity is just doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different (laughs) result Yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah oh wait are you talking about me (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah uh, I'm actually I'm <laughs> actually
2: I'm, this whole I'm time. Really? <laughs> No I know I it, it, the guy having uh, giant children with his wife they had two they didn't neither neither remain a week
0: uh <laughs> cuz that you can laugh at that
2: <laughs> Yeah yeah cuz it's a funny word
0: Yeah
3: did Infanticide. That... <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds so like
2: I like the word. It's, it's a it terrible like, concept. I like grass stains in the jeans have you thought of infanticide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. folks? Joe Base, uh, here i just want a quick message to my audience uh, i don't approve of infanticide nor do i approve of my confederate war general uncle ancestor nor have i approved of any of the fat jokes these two have made so far in this episode as i uh, i find it rude <laughs> rude and a little bit lewd
0: you cross the line. So we can narrow down what's what's funny about being uh, overweight. You know, what are ways people can find the human in that? And, and you start by kind of attacking your own ego um, in the bit. And then you have the, the whole story where you're like, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it makes sense that there's weight limit on a horse, but that's not something that, that people think about too often. Because
2: so, it's like... I it's not like I need to cut a wall down when I leave the house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like
2: I was in the joke. It's like, I didn't know I was fat until you told me I was too fat for an animal. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Then you have to acknowledge it. It sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But,
2: it, but you're very brave. Mm. Yes. And I, again, uh, the previous view you had in the episodes, I know, They probably talked about some really messed up things. They made jokes over their lives. Really dark stuff. And again, I can't stress enough. Nothing is worse than being slightly overweight.
0: (laughs) 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 If you could give advice to a comic that's working on a bit about their weight, uh, how would you help them find the funny in that? What advice would you give
2: shake them violently i go you steal my bit i will kill you and you will never work on this town again um, but it, i i don't the thing is like i said earlier it's about conveying the feeling so you have to do stand up for a while to figure out how to write to figure out what jokes going to work the kind of your own personal timing how to do that and eventually you get that but if you're there and you're trying to work on new topics the key to like making a topic stick with an audience is conveying the feeling you have. Cause mm-hmm. then they can relate to that feeling yeah. and then they go, Oh yeah, he's angry. I would be angry too in that situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's frustrated with his own life. I would also like, It just, you have to relay that most of mine is anger and frustration. That's why I keep saying that. But some people can use other feelings that are out there in the spectrum of feelings. I guess I always thought it was just those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> But I I feel like that's the key is like what does your being overweightness make you feel, and what are events or you know I don't I never tell anybody how to actually what kind of genre of style of joke they should say just more how do you convey that to an audience and what medium is the best way to portray that that's usually what I say and then get on stage as much as possible just the generic advice that everyone should understand.
0: I, I think, I mean, that's advice that can apply. I mean, it doesn't even have to be just this topic. It can be, you can go through any of your jokes and, and, and you know, look at it and say, what feeling am I trying to convey? Number one, it can improve the joke and can help your connection with the audience. Number two, you know, that it, it'll bring you more into the moment if you can actually feel that feeling every time you deliver the joke. Um, and And number three, I mean, you can discover things from old material that may have felt stale or like wasn't hitting um, where, you know, if you attach a a new feeling to it, it can like, you can add new tags, you can take a whole new angle on it. It can become Mm -hmm. fresh material and you can take something that didn't work before and and really, really transform it into something cool.
2: And then you can play off that and do like the opposite feeling and try to see how that will look in the same joke and try to like use that. Juxtaposition kind of thing, which I'm not good at yet. But I see people do it; they seem to be pretty good. So,
0: yeah, I and <laughs> I I forgot to do that last night because I was I was hosting at Hilarities this weekend, and I was just like, brag much? Yeah, I'm gonna but, do the same thing, and yeah. you did it first.
3: <laughs>
1: no,
0: that's not the point. <laughs> Ooh, the, the point that's was what I was gonna do. Yeah. Ooh, well it, it had been two months since I've been on stage, number one. And number two, like as as a host, you know that, that your job is you have to be on stage to get a hosting work. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I'm joking, I'm joking. You're very funny. Yeah, thanks. Um <laughs> But I didn't I, like I didn't feel it and and, and mostly because I was trying to you know shake off the rust I was trying to do my job as a host and you know get the audience on board with the show and you know there's there's a whole bit where I talk about how I'm optimistic about you know technology in the future like while everyone else is so negative about it and I didn't really feel that while I was performing it and in hindsight like listening back to it it's like oh that's why I didn't get the laughs that I usually get on that material so you know yeah yeah think you know think back to to the last time that you bombed, anyone who's listening, and uh, you know, think about in a robot costume. Can, what's that? In a, a robot, robot costume. Yeah, you, you, didn't <laughs> you weren't conveying the feeling of the robot.
2: Yeah, it is a. It is a really weird album. I'm really proud of it, and I didn't think I would be. I was so nervous about everything go, but it ended up turning out exactly the way I wanted it to. And it, yeah, it was nice.
0: If you could give somebody who's who's struggling with their image a way to laugh at that or to, because to me, you know, being able to, to laugh at my own shortcomings has helped me get past them or at least cope with them and figure out what to do next. You know, what, what is funny? Why can't you laugh at, at being overweight?
2: You need time to process whatever thing is bothering you, then make jokes about it. I feel like that's a big, like, st- thing in the middle that people forget about it. like oh I'm using comedy as therapy you need to do the
0: therapy first and then you I, can do yeah. the comedy part I feel like <laughs> otherwise people are just like I think he, he's broken
2: yeah I don't want to go on stage like guys I'm too fat to ride a horse I'm like my girlfriend and me, we're going to break up <laughs>
0: help <laughs> help me she's help me. here help and me. we're, we're, we're going to break up tonight like
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's sadder, a breakup at an open mic or a proposal at an open mic? Because I've seen both and I think it's the proposal.
0: It's 100% the proposal. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. It's gross. Is that one of those things where it's like, what about a proposal at
2: the beginning of the open mic and they all stay and watch the rest of it? Because (laughs) that's what I saw. Oh
0: no. Oh, uh, I've seen proposals at some pretty cool places. I, I worked at Olive Garden when I was in college, and someone pr- got proposed to at Olive Garden, and I was like, this is peak. like." The chairs are on wheels here. <laughs> they, they baked the ring into a breadstick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you hand them a basket and go, never-ending divorces?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. All right, Joe, uh, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Anything in particular uh, that... Uh, uh,
2: Thanks, man. I've been waiting to plug this the whole time. I have an album coming out January 22nd, Joe Bates, Joe Bates, Joe Bates by Joe Bates with On Tour Records. Um, it'll be released on iTunes, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, wherever you can buy albums. iTunes preferred. I want to be number one on iTunes very much so so I can be the only comic. that I've, This is all. I've done it before somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, but now I also have a podcast uh, that season one is already out there called Entertainment Federation Wrestling. It's a fake wrestling promotion show where me and my two buddies are announcers. We have like Matt noises and we are announcing a fake wrestling show. It's like a real, we do the voices for the wrestlers. We have a tag team that's a father son tag team, but the dad never shows up. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and it is nine episodes it's all on youtube and spotify itunes and it's it's i'm so proud of it and not enough people i think have heard it because my buddy who did all the audio work did an amazing job um but yeah it's it has whole story arcs and everything that go through the whole season and everything so um i we check that out e- entertainment federation wrestling and then E-F-M. you can see me on twitter and instagram at joe bates comedy
0: all right, Joe Bates. Thanks for joining the podcast, yeah, Steve. Exactly. Anything, uh, anything from you? <laughs> any, any, any closing points you want to make? I've had a lot of fun. I thought Joe
3: was really funny. He's he's like a lot of the comics. I would say you're like top five or top oh. ten
0: out of what more than fifty people we've done. You know we're we're on a we're on a quest to prove that anything can be funny, and uh, no matter you know you got to be confident. We've we've talked about that. And uh, you've got to lean in in, into your feelings and convey those feelings with other people. (laughs) Lean into your feelings and prove that you can laugh at that. Special thanks to Golden Ox Studio. You can find Golden Ox Studio for all your podcasting needs at GoldenOxStudio.com. Uh, hit up Jeremy; he is fantastic to work with, professional. Uh, he makes podcasting easy. And uh, if you're if you've been kicking the tires on starting your own podcast, definitely give Knox Studio a look. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod, or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That, and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.